Footy Ado, the Delusional Soccer Podcast. Footy Ado, a soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. You're supposed to send a mail-in ballot. I forgot to do mine. So uh, my apologies to anyone that I was going to vote for. Um, I won't reveal my votes. Uh, Why don't you just send it in? I forgot. Why don't you just send it in? You can't. It's got a due date. When did it? Tell, when was the due date on it? Not today. Earlier <laughs> than today. <laughs> okay. It's very good. Um, I think at least. I'll look into it once we're done recording, but... What a way to start off the podcast, Jerk. I just got it. I just got a text. I say, "Hey, man, we're rolling," and you go the primary, which is weird. I don't know why I'm getting text messages for the primary election. And Sounds like it. voter fraud to me. It's only voter fraud if I capitalize on it. Fair enough. Um, you know, it's funny you do. It's an Elthwaite production. Here we are. Oh my gosh, here we are. It's gonna be on our T-shirts. I mean, why wouldn't it be? That's <sighs> what we say. That's what Nick says. That's what he says for every episode. Now, just, now it's a Here bit. Here we are. Now it's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit. It's definitely a bit. Um, um, so we, do, we're, we tried to... So something that had become a theme this week in terms of recording, I'm not necessarily sure when Banana Land is planning on releasing it. Um, but for Cue the Banter, which we'll see on Tuesday, we had an outdoor episode. So we we're going to try to do an outdoor episode here. Banana Land had an episode um, as uh, our, our good friend Sal put it. Live on location, pre-recorded. The worst description of anything I've ever heard. Even worse when you consider he's talking about a podcast. A podcast that's probably going to come out in like four weeks. Yes. Banana Land with a backlog of episodes and they're recorded ahead of time. And this guy says live on location, pre-recorded in a shed in four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what he's... That's the Elto 8 model. That's what we've sort of established here uh, on this, under this this blanket. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, if you if you are a new listener of Footy You Do, um, or even an old listener, we have partnered um, a couple different podcasts together to form Elto 8 Productions. That's Footy You Do, um, which you are currently listening to. Uh, there's Cue the Banter, which is... Another podcast of Jared's about uh, film and television that comes out every Tuesday now, I believe. Yeah. Um, Banana Land is just chaos in front of a microphone, really. Social commentary for the socially moronic that uh, has a new episode every Wednesday hosted by good friend of the pod, Sal Nicosia. We got to get Sal back on Footy Do one of these days. He's He's... We we haven't done a three man booth with Sal. I don't think since Footy Ado started. Right, he's just, filled in. Yeah, you get us back to the, the golden days of the of the the penalty spot radio show. Yeah, um, this did start as a radio the, show with a different co-host. That's yeah, live on location. That actually was true though. Yeah, um, yeah, we should. I think honestly, you know what we've been trying to do is we've been trying to get people on uh, the podcasts. From different different podcasts, different writers groups that you know, fan specific. Oh, hey, we want to mm-hmm. talk specifically about like we Watford. We had uh, Ricky Hart's on, or yeah, from the eighteen eighty one club. Then uh, we, we had David Beaton from the the Tufty Club. Um, I'm sure at some point you have connections with people who write for about Arsenal and stuff like that, or have Arsenal podcasts. I know you were on a podcast uh, about 
Very briefly. Yeah, for Arsenal transfers. But one of these days, we should just get... I'll, I'll remove myself. I'll take the week off. Get Nick and Sal in the booth. And you guys can just talk. I think that'll be a good off season, or yeah. even or even like a European Knights episode once the Champions League starts back up. Um, even if we did a, a four man booth, a four man footy ado booth could be fun, and it could be a one time thing that we <laughs> definitely do. This is our never first and again, last time but, doing this. Um, as we ponder that idea, let's get right into the football, and um, you know we like to we 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 like to you know kind of give ourselves and give the listeners an, an American viewpoint on the Premier League. So no better place to start than with Chelsea Football Club. Um, mm-hmm. Two matches since we last spoke. Um, one loss, one win. Both matches against teams that are threatened with relegation. Um, but the uh, the loss to West Ham on July the 1st, um, for you, was expected. Um, that was a, a pretty poor performance from Chelsea. We suck against West Ham. We are absolutely horrible against. It's West not Ham. a London derby that you that you enjoy. Um, yeah, because we never play up for it. Yeah, it's and always then, one that we just put, brush aside. But if you look at recent years, I, like I believe we, we, I mean certainly this year, West Ham have taken six points off of us. Yeah. Last year, I believe we had a nil nil draw in there. Um, we don't like playing at the London Stadium. I mean, who would? Who does? Yeah. Um, Besides Mo Farah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I that I said to you when we were watching was that, um, oh, look at the London Stadium. The players are now as far away from the fans as they normally are. Yeah. So um, you had that match. You also had the, the win against Watford 3-0. But the overriding theme, regardless of the result here, is the importance of one Christian Pulisic to this Chelsea side. Um and you're, you have a little bit of a bias, obviously, being an American Chelsea fan watching him play. I have a little bit of a grudge being an American Arsenal fan watching him play for a rival club. Mm-hmm. He is the most important player on this team. Yeah, right now. Um, he's, he's been their best player, which is exciting to see, I think. I, I can't wait to see him link up with... Ziek and Werner next season. Yeah, and that's that's a, a scary be, thought for a, a rival club. But yeah, and it's all. I mean, especially with those players coming in. I mean, I think with in terms of, I know my expectations for Pulisic. I don't think I expected him to be the best player on the team, for any stretch. Especially I mean, I thought, early in the season when he wasn't getting picked. He right. wasn't, there were some matches where he wasn't even in the eighteen. I I had thought he was going to be a. You know, like a, a very important maybe squad player, mm-hmm. maybe finally work his way into be the second best winger on on the team. Um, it's certainly exciting to see that uh, that he is right now. He's he's their he's their best player. You know, he's scoring goals. He's creating opportunities. He won two penalties in a row. Um, and he always just seems up for it, even when the team isn't playing that well. He seems like their their top threat. He's a spark in this in this side. Which, I mean, I think... That's why it's also just exciting with Ziyech and Werner coming in. Because I think for Chelsea to reach the level that I certainly want them to reach, Pulisic can't... I mean, it'd be great if he become, if he is the best player. I mean, he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. So that's always exciting, especially from a, a U.S. fan standpoint. It's crazy to think, oh, wow, we have on our national team the best player at 
Chelsea Football Club. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool to think about. One of the England's big six clubs, their best player, certainly at the moment, is an American player. That's exciting. Yeah, and, um, and you know, specifically in the in the Watford game, he doesn't. He didn't have a goal contribution in, in these games. Yeah. No goals, no assists. But he's still. He what, won a penalty against Watford, mm-hmm. or did he win a penalty in well, he both won, games? Yeah, he won a penalty so, against West Ham, and he won a penalty against uh, Watford. Yeah. So they used to give did assists he? to the person who um, won the penalty, which it doesn't look like, according at least to the Premier League website, that they do anymore. It doesn't look okay. like that. That's what they're doing now. But um, he he wins penalties. He's he's. What was the tweet you saw? If Pulisic had a fatter ass, I'd I'd be convinced I was watching Hazard. Hazard yeah. Um, he, so he, like I in that he, in that Watford game, you need him to be the spark because you have an aging front three in that match. You he starts up there with Willian, who still has some spark left in him, but a very slow Olivier Giroud, and both of those players scored goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had he was an, a, a big part of of that win. Um, but like you said, if Chelsea do reach do could reach the heights that you would want or that you would expect, um, he. I don't can't just, be the most. Yeah, important. I don't know if he necessarily would be the best player, but it's exciting. Like right now, but I mean the the way they've played. You know, we beat Manchester City. Um, you know, we've won that that West Ham was a hiccup, but we've won every other game we've played in. He's been important to those games. So like that just show. I mean, right now that shows the quality that a team can have if he's the best player. Mm-hmm. But I do still think that you know Chelsea. If they are to be that, like, a, a big, you know, Champions League competitor, uh, Premier League competitor, he needs to be one of the better players, but maybe not the best player on the team. But, I mean, he could prove me wrong. He could get better and better, and we can see, hey, this guy really is special. But that that's, there is that, you know, me watching it, and I'm happy with, and you have the American bias, but I also have that thought that, could an American really be the best player at a club that's challenging for European trophies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Brings you I, back to the days of Clint Dempsey playing for Fulham in the Europa League final. Yeah, like... It's like... Scoring yeah. against Juventus to make that final. Yeah, like, let's just... I mean, I hope I hope he... But obviously, uh, they're, they're, those, that, are that complete, those are two completely... Those are two completely different levels. Chelsea have reached the, the heights. Fulham were absolutely... Um, outplaying their, I guess, their status as a club. Mm -hmm. Um, Losing, of course, that 2010 Europa League final to Atletico Madrid 2-1. But let's let's move on a bit from Chelsea Mm -hmm. and talk about a team that's struggled a little bit since the restart, Um, finally getting their first win um, since football has gotten back underway, and that is Leicester City. Um, in the Premier League, they had drawn the first two and lost to Everton, um, and that loss was since was uh, on, on Wednesday, July the 1st, so we haven't talked about that yet, so let's touch on that, um, but also remember they have the loss to Chelsea in the FA Cup as well, mm-hmm. so not a great run for this Leicester City side. My question is, are they and I think that this is a question that a lot of fans have is should they have given Brendan Rodgers a five-year contract mid-season 
before he qualified for Champions League? Was it really that big of a push? Did he really say, if you don't give me a new contract, I'm going to... I'm gonna go to Arsenal when they sacked Unai Emery. I I can't imagine that. Yeah, it's a it, that happening. Um, it's tough to gauge because I mean, obviously, like there was the the break. There now we're in the mm-hmm. restarts. So, like there are factors into it. It is weird how how a contract sometimes affects managers. Um, you see it time and time again. It's happened, you know, on a team like Everton when what Marco Silva got his contract, like he, like everything just sort of fell apart from there it's weird i wonder what the psychological effect that it really has but also it's hard to gauge whether that's happening here at leicester because there was that that break that no one is really used to um but this this win is really important because united are you know looking really good they're making that push for top four chelsea are on their heels they had that slip up if chelsea had beaten west ham they'd be ahead of of Leicester at this point. So um, while there was a time in the season where Leicester was fighting for second, now it looks like they're fighting for their, their Champions League lives a little bit because the other teams below them, even Wolves, are looking strong. The three teams below them have looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Wolves had that, that loss against Arsenal, but now Leicester has to play Arsenal, who looked pretty good. So, yeah, Arsenal like, have not won three out. on the bounce, so we will touch on them in yeah. just a bit. But It's a big win for Leicester, but they're not out of the woods yet. The, the redeeming factor for Leicester is their goal difference. So, say they lose to Arsenal, mm-hmm. and Man United beat Aston Villa. Two realistic... Results, Thanks. although Leicester did beat Arsenal earlier in the season, two realistic results. Leicester still have that advantage on goal difference. They have a plus thirty-two, while United have a plus twenty-three. Now it's very unlikely that they're going to make up nine goals between those between those games. Um, Leicester, even if they do lose to Arsenal, they're not going to get battered four 0 while the United beat Villa five 0 You know, like it, they're not going to yeah, close I mean, that gap, but. We earlier in the season we're talking Leicester might even finish above City. They might finish in second. Yeah. And now we're talking Wolves could be in the Champions League while Leicester could be out. Yeah, how far ahead of Wolves are they right now? Wolves are six points back of Leicester. Okay. So but it but that, only like, like if, and remember, we're waiting. We're still I think we're a week away now from the UEFA's decision on the appeal for Manchester City. Now, that will be a big talking point. We might actually have to re- wait to record next week until that decision comes. Because we might find out that fifth place is good enough for Champions League football. Right now, you have to you have to act like it's not. It's not, no. If you're any of these clubs, you have to act like fifth place is not good enough because we don't have that ruling. But if fifth place is good enough, Wolverhampton are it within a shout of Champions League football. Mm-hmm. And they're still in the Europa League, right? So they, they still right now they have two shots at Champions League yeah. football. Um, but like, like you said, they're, they're six points back of Leicester. You look at Wool, or you look at Leicester. If Leicester do lose, say they lose to Arsenal, and a very realistic thing of Chelsea beating Crystal Palace, or United and United beating Villa. One one more set of games, we we could be looking at Chelsea in third. Leicester in fourth, only on goal difference to Man mm-hmm. United. Level on points with United, and three points ahead of Wolves, depending on how Wolves do in their game. Yeah. Looking at the table, regardless of whether fourth or fifth is good enough for Champions League, with five matches to play, I have to think that Manchester United are going to be playing Champions League football next season. Yeah. So, 
is it it's between really to to me even though Chelsea and Leicester are ahead of United, it's Leicester, Chelsea, and Wolves going for that spot. Obviously, yeah. Wolves are the outside, um, they're they're the underdog in that situation. But I'd have to think that Man United are going to be in the Champions League. The the way they're playing right now is just and they've got a favorable run in I, three you know. straight three goal uh, wins. Yeah. 3-0 against Sheffield, 3-0 against Brighton, 5-2 against Bournemouth. Yeah, they they are on top of their game right now. And there was even the scare with, you know, Pogba and Bruno got injured in training by colliding into each other. It's like, oh, could this be what slips them up? What an unbelievable way to get to have your two best players. Yeah, they uh, run into each other. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they, they ended up starting. Mm-hmm. But again, Bournemouth took the lead. So it was like, are they fully fit is this like gonna be a blip for them but i mean comprehensively um responding to that is something that we haven't seen from Manchester united in a long time yeah uh so they're 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 a terrifying team i i think i my when we first came back my gut was saying chelsea would be that team that got fourth um and while i still think that could be the case because of what leicester might drop to united like now i'm thinking united is the favorite as you said like of those three teams like I think United is more likely to finish above all of them. Yeah. And we, at the end of the episode, we'll take a look at what these clubs have as far as matches coming up, um, yeah. and really kind of assess that. Let's talk about Wolves real quick because they had won their first three since the restart, but finally they lose against Arsenal, and it's the first time they conceded um, they've, they've since really the restart. Good, yeah. They had a two 0 win over West Ham. A 1-0 win over Bournemouth and a 1-0 win over Villa. So looking at the teams that they played, three clubs threatened with relegation, two very much in the drop zone right now. Um, but was it was that kind of a factor? Was it, you know, they're really only getting these wins because of the teams that they're playing against? Not to say that Wolves aren't a good side, but they had a pretty easy run-in. Um, yeah, who'd they, beat? who'd they beat? What were the three teams? It was West, like I just said. Um, oh, you did. I'm sorry. This Go guy. Can you give me so this is a podcast where you're listening, but the guy that's talking that I'm talking to isn't listening. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. I'm just being uh, a dick. Yeah. Um, West Ham, it, West Ham, Bournemouth, and Villa. Okay, so that's a, yeah, that's a very favorable run in, but like we saw with Chelsea, Chelsea lost to West Ham. You had City lose to Southampton. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all. This is also just a very. There's so many games. I think teams yeah. are going to slip up. Uh. I think we're all like you know we could be looking too much into certain losses like that's all there was reports of like City like and Pep had to be like no new players aren't the answer like City have been one of the best teams since the restart yeah. but regardless yes they had they lost against Chelsea and then they had this blip against uh, Southampton but like other than that they've played they battering they, Liverpool four nil then yeah. losing to Southampton because yeah. Ederson is f- fucking forty yards out yeah. Um, you know, like, it, it, this is a weird circumstance. You know, another thing I was like, you know, just some of the criticism is kind of just for some of these things, like when teams have a blip, like, there were, like even with Chelsea with the West Ham, there was, like, stuff about Lampard, like, oh, I think, like, opinion, it's too early to praise Lampard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, like, comparing it to Sarri's points last year, like, Chelsea threw this many games. And it's like, it's one loss. We're looking at a team, he lost his best player, he didn't have a transfer window, and Chelsea are in fourth. It doesn't necessarily, like, we can't look at it, oh, this is how many points they had last year. 
Yeah, but they're in fourth right now. They're yeah. fine. They're still in Champions League football, given all of the circumstances. The the, the point, the circumstances of points, only ha- that argument can only go so far. Yeah, you and can th- only play against this year's set. Right, you, and like, like, and then what? But like, it's 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 such a, like just overreactions to certain games. You see this in American sports. I always see this like the NBA Finals. Like we're at game one and like the reaction to game one and game two. It's like all oh, this, yeah. oh, they're gonna win the whole thing. Oh, yeah. no, but no, it's just. It's like, oh yeah, they they won. They won that tight game. They're gonna take it. And then they get blown out in game two. It's like, like, oh no, are they yeah. gonna? Is this the end of it? Like an era. It's like, like, look at Chelsea now. They they come back. They bounce back and beat Watford. So now they've got nine points from four games and are in a semifinal of the FA Cup. Whereas like one result before it was like, are we praising? Like you know, like it's that's just, that's the whole thing with Arsenal too. You know, they lose to City. We kind of expected it. We didn't expect it when we talked. We didn't expect them to lose in the fashion that they lost. Right. Um, David Luiz uh, completely just, he might as well have kicked the ball into his own net. Um, but, and then they lose to Brighton, and you're like, this Uh-oh. team doesn't have it. But and now look we look, now. We're like, it's they're in a seventh. Week and a half later. They're in they're seventh. They've won three in a row in the Premier League yeah. without conceding mm-hmm. with a backup goalkeeper. Right. And they're like, you. Like Chelsea, they're in an FA Cup semifinal. Now yeah. they go up against City, but still, it's the narrative changes so quickly. Yeah, and I guess that's, I mean, that's just you know, the nature of, of and, what we do. I'm sure two yeah. weeks ago, our episode was probably. It's, it's a lot different than when we recorded earlier in the season because earlier in the season, week by week, there's one match. Mm-hmm. Most, like, obviously, there's midweek football, there's cup football, whatever. Right now, it's. You're playing two, three Premier League games by the time we talk again. It is and weird when we log on. It's like, okay, what happened since last time we recorded? Oh, um, three games for this one team. Uh, this team played two. Uh, yeah, like Phil Foden has had three birthdays since the last time. Like, it's yeah. just it, none of it makes any sense, and yeah. I, I kind of like it. I like the chaos. I um, do like waking up every morning and be like, oh, like game on. Yeah, even I mean, later today, might... we have who's playing tenth place Ooh. against eleventh place. Ooh, what is it? Uh, Everton. Got 11th place. Who's in 10th? Versus Burnley. Spurs. Oh, Spurs. Everton Spurs. Burn, Burnley are 9th. Oh, Everton sorry, Spurs. Um, My bad. My bad. A win for Tottenham would put them level on points with 8th. Uh, Sheffield, a win for Everton would put them, uh, let's see, right below Sheffield. They would hop right over Tottenham and Burnley into 9th place. But just like that, the the only, narrative can change. Yeah, if only we had a fact checker. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll uh, we'll talk to our fact checker later on. Um, but Spurs losing to Sheffield three one. They were down three nil. A bad result. VAR had something to do with it. Yeah, they probably should have gotten, them, but should have been one one. Yeah, right. Which changes, which changes the whole, changes the whole the game. game. But don't take away that this was. A bad performance. And a big win for Sheffield to have struggled. Yes. Yeah, and... Where does that put Sheffield now? Sheffield are in eighth. So That's bouncing. their only win since the restart. Um, yeah, Only win since the restart in all competitions. You know, they, they lost in that late in the FA Cup to Arsenal. Um, yeah. But, you know, good for them. Happy to have them back. It's been kind of a... Uh, it's been a little bit of a curse for some of the people we've talked to. Um, we've brought on Watford... Sheffield and Liverpool guests. Now Liverpool, we brought them on after they won the title, and then they got battered by City. They were still drunk. Um, Watford have not picked up 
have they picked up a point? Yes, they picked up that point against Leicester with that late goal. But besides that, three losses, and I they totally go up against forgot. Norwich. I totally you just um, reminded me that we had someone on for the Liverpool game. Great guest. Yeah, it was it was, it was a good episode. I don't know um, seriously. Um, yeah, so I it's totally forgot. We didn't I apologize before. to the next. Uh, the next guest. The yeah. next guest and his club for the. We're, yeah, we're gonna have results. trouble booking guests. I know. It's like let me get a couple games. Who, let's make sure. I'm gonna bring on. Let's bring on a Spurs. Let's guest. Wanna, yeah. Let's influence. <laughs> let's influence the league here. Let's yeah. bring a United guest on. You we know? could really just. I mean, not that they need any help, but we could really just get rid of Norwich. Norwich actually, if we have the guests for Norwich on, they get relegated immediately after. They don't even finish the rest of their games. Obviously, it goes back before Which, the restart. They should have lost we, five in a row. Yeah. Did we ever? Did we ever find out? Did we ever get any sort of explanation for the the Norwich thing where no one went into the locker room? I myself did not see it. You know, right, on, on NBC Sports, right. Rebecca Lowe teased me. She said, "We'll tell you why they sat on the pitch." And then after they this, they came it, back yeah. and they were like, "They sat on the pitch." All right. Yeah. It's it's not really. Could be that, something. At least tell really me because uh, at least just say, "Oh, they know they're getting relegated." Yeah. So um, let's before we sign off, I uh, do want to take a look at what these these four clubs really going for Champions League football, what they have coming their way. Now, um, Lesser City, they have Arsenal, Bournemouth, Sheffield, Spurs, and Man United. A tough run-in for mm-hmm. Leicester City. Mm-hmm. Um, Arsenal, of course, in seventh. Bournemouth trying to fight off relegation. Unless- Sheffield really trying to yeah. make that push for, um, for European football. Spurs really trying to turn things around, and Man United, of course, on the final day, who will be, Ooh. who could, that could be winner but, takes well, winner takes Champions League. Let's just say it, final game of the season, Chelsea play Wolves. That's a that's a good fucking setup there. Who nailed? Who, someone nailed it. Premier give, League scriptwriters, give a raise. I cannot believe what you've done here. So well, I can't believe you've done this. Uh, I now. Watch it, might not, but I mean, we might not even. There's, there's plenty of games we're gonna be looking at. Like it might not even be. Right now, it's exciting. Let's <laughs> hope it stays exciting. Chelsea have Palace, Sheffield, Norwich, Liverpool, and Wolves. Not an easy run in, but two. But there's there's hardest, winnable there's winnable football matches in there. Their hardest thing is going against Liverpool, who. Who are just Eddie Robertson is fucking wasted right now. Yeah, he's hammered. They're they're not playing for anything. I mean, they did look pretty strong against Villa, but it took them a while to get that breakthrough towards the end. But they were they they kind of got back to winning ways. Um, now, a a big reason I've said United um, could be playing in the Champions League, regardless of if it's fourth or fifth that gets them that spot. Villa, Southampton, Palace, West Ham before Leicester on the final day. Right. But hey, it might only take one result. I know. But there's that. There's not that many games. You and know, if we if say Chelsea have a good run yeah. in, say Wolves have a good run in, and then I mean, well, obviously they have to play each other. But like, say Leicester are able to, they get a, they drop points against Leicester. It could be what what keeps Chelsea in that spot. But I mean, again, it's even against Leicester, even a team that's above them right now, Leicester. I'm not betting against United. No, and. Um... You're right. It, we could fall into a spot like last season where it's like, all right, fourth place is up for grabs. Who wants it? Anyone? So who wants it? Yeah. No, you guys want to qualify for Champions League? No. No. I'm good. I'm good. 
Thanks. Yeah. Uh, but, and then, you know, Wolves, their final five. Uh, Sheffield, Everton, Burnley, Palace, and Chelsea, like you mentioned. That's a rough. That's rough running for... It's not easy. Burnley having a good season in ninth. Everton could be moving up the table depending on their result today. Sheffield are going to have a lot to play for because they want European football as well. Um, Palace, a a game against Palace at home, you would kind of mark that down as their most winnable. um, But Palace is... In this no pushover. In this stretch, Palace is not a pushover, and then Chelsea on the final day, like we said, we're. Is it at? That's at. At, at the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be wild because there's cause so much is gonna happen. But how is the final? Is the final day set up like it normally is? Yes, it is. is that everyone plays at once. Championship Sunday, hmm. just uh, several several weeks later. Spike. July the twenty sixth. So we have twenty days before, twenty more days of Premier League football, and then the NBA starts up. Maybe because like two teams have already closed the practice facilities. Yeah, because, um, and the MLS is supposed to have a have a restart tournament. And FC Dallas, there's 12 players in MLS currently that have tested positive. 12. Yeah. From three clubs total. Yeah. One club has one positive. One club has one positive. FC Dallas has 10. Well, it's because they're in Texas. Or I the think they teams. went to Florida. I think they're all in Florida. Now. Oh, they are. Yeah. In like the MLS right. bubble the or bubble. something. I don't know. I don't know if FC Dallas. What do you do if you're in a bubble and then and you keep testing positive and ten people you fucking leave? Yeah, get the make a new bubble. <laughs> fucking take that entire team, put them on a cruise ship. That's also, worked out we, fine. When are we getting our rings that the NBA has? The NBA like that. They have these rings that the players wear. Oh, I did see that. Test, yeah, they Only can, the NBA, though. Why yeah. give them to nurses or regular citizens who no, the NBA might be three days immunocompromised or have breathing like, problems or diabetes? No, or LeBron James. Yeah, it's fucked. Yep, LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Like, I'm fine with the NBA having them as long as everyone else yeah. has them. It's like the whole thing where we talked before the restart. You know, I'm fine with them testing these people as often as possible as long as everyone else can get tests. Is it true? I don't know. Is Florida reporting their tests? Who knows? Arizona has a shortage of tests. How about Florida? You send a couple tests that we're using in the MLS bubble, send everyone home, cancel it all. It's a nightmare. What a happy note to leave on. Where are you gonna put the ad in this episode? Where did um, you where did you put the ad in this episode? <laughs> did I? Who knows? It's supposed to be advertising for uh, you want to do a off, live ad off, off the cuff live ad live ad talking about the movie. Do you like pieces of entertainment that take about ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes? Of course you do. Obviously. Then you're gonna love movies. <laughs> Cue the banter. A podcast about film and television from Ilto Eight Productions. All right, we're back from the ad break. Um, and uh, all we gotta let you know, we gotta let you know how to follow us on Twitter. But first, we're gonna bring in um, a new a new member of Footy You Do. Um, we want to welcome him to the show as our new producer. Jerry the Jazz Sutherland. Welcome in, Jerry. I was going on. It's Jerry the Jazz Sutherland. Sutherland, sorry. Um, you're probably going to have to cut this. I'm uh, not, not going to cut a second yeah, of it, Jerry. This is, 
Because want to know why? I mean, You're yeah. the producer. I know, that's a good point. I'm a producer here. Uh, what? So you want me to fact check stuff? I don't really have anything, but from now on, I would like I would like to come in and you know, just let you guys know. I believe you've made some mistakes in the past. I'm not gonna. It's water under the bridge, you know. Um, but I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna come in, have a little banter with you lads uh, about some other stuff uh, regarding the Premier League, uh, and also I'm gonna keep you in line, you know, because. Jared, I, he's left the room, but he said he guessed Burnley when we're talking about tenth place. Burnley are in ninth place. Have some, have some damn respect. All right, here, you know this is that's a, right. Yeah, like he comes in here, tries to make uh, Burnley. They've worked hard. You know, they're not going to get a trophy this year. At the very least, like show some respect and say, hey, they're in ninth place. On are the you podcast. a are you a Burnley supporter? No, I yeah. just, I got I got mates who are. Who are Big on the bone, the bonely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, feeling, they're feeling the bone, but uh, oh boy. Um, all right. Well, who do you support? Um, it's actually. Um, is it a Premier League club or are you in the football league, non-league? Maybe. I like all teams. You know, all teams matter. Uh, okay, you're gonna cut that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, personally, um, I am a. You know, yeah, okay, fine. I didn't want to admit it on the podcast. I'm a Burnley supporter, all right? I love what Sean Dyche has done with the team. I love where we're going. I don't know if my accent necessarily matches. I don't know if you, you heard <laughs> you me. Love the, you love the shithousery of Burnley, though. Absolutely. I mean, come on. You're going to go in, you know, the corner coming in. You mean to tell me that isn't someone better than Tarkowski? I don't have stats in front of me to tell you that. You're wrong, so I'm going to let you have that one. Yeah. Although I'd, I'd argue that there's probably somebody better defending a corner than James Sarkowski, but that's your call. That's you blindly I, I don't want anyone club. else in the air, you know, and I want a counterattack, and if it's me, one-on-one with goalkeeper, Ashley Barnes, obviously. You mean tell me you want anyone other than Ashley Barnes? One-on-one with a goalkeeper. loves the goal at the Emirates, I'll tell yeah. you that. yeah. Um, but he's top draw. Well, thanks for coming on, Jerry. I'm sure we'll hear a lot from you as we do like to frequently make mistakes. Um, if you could give Jared his seat back so we could just close out this this episode here. I'll see you you Um, next time. (laughs) Thanks, Jerry. You can follow us on Twitter, um, (laughs) at Footy Do. Who was that? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Footy Do. Jared, I'm going to leave it to you to tell us where you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter for Ilto8 because I cannot get Remember. the handle. It is right. Ilto8 Productions on Instagram. You can follow us on at Ilto8 Podcasts on Twitter. Oh, we changed it since last week. That's good. Yeah. Ilto8 Podcasts on Twitter. Good, good, good. You can see all the content that we're putting out. Um, that's a, uh, a a group effort, and we're we're hoping that you're enjoying Footy Do, B- Banana Land, and cue the banter um, as much as we're enjoying making them really but if you're not then that's uh, that's your own problem and uh, keep it to yourself nice but if you are enjoying it you can leave us that five star review remember to it, rate review subscribe it'll help us be uh, found seen heard by more listeners um, on Apple Podcasts you click that subscribe button on Spotify you click that follow button will pop up in your podcast feed it's nice and easy Old man Nick doesn't know how to use Spotify, but he's learning, and I'm sure you could learn too. But um, most importantly, Jared, as always, pardon our French. <laughs>